news. The bad news first. Brace yourself. You won't see Santa this Christmas. Now, you may want to take a moment to recover, but that is the fact. You won't see Santa this Christmas. And actually, there are two reasons why you won't see Santa this Christmas. Let me explain to you why you won't see Santa this Christmas. Now then, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but Santa Claus has been the subject of some rigorous scientific research. An American university has been calculating, and I quote, how fast Santa has to travel on his sleigh to deliver every present to every house on Christmas night. That is what these great minds have been applying their faculties to. And I tell you, it's more complicated than it sounds. And now for a start, there are two billion children in the world. But uh, seeing as Santa doesn't handle Buddhist or Hindu or Muslim or Jewish household, we can reduce that down to 15% of the overall children population of the world. Which still means there are 92 million homes for Santa to visit. Now then, if he works the different time zones around the world properly and travels from east to west, he can actually have 31 hours in which to deliver his presents. So when you divide the number of hours uh, against the number of homes, then it works out that he has to actually go to 822 homes every second. 822 every second. Now then, if your kids ever ask why they don't get to see Santa, the answer is obvious. He's got to move very, very fast. Faster than your eye can see. Just think about it. He's got to a bit over a thousandth of a second to park the, the reindeer, put the presents under the tree, eat the snack, and then get to the next house. A thousandth of a second for each household. Now, the final figure they came up with was that the reindeer actually have to travel about 62,400 kilometers an hour in order to get him where he needs to go. So, if you blink, you're going to miss him. That's the first reason you won't see Santa at Christmas. But you know, there is another reason as well. And that's the one I want you to think about a bit more this Christmas. Because we know, don't we, that Santa is only supposed to give presents if you've been good. Exactly. If you've been good for the whole year. It's a fact, isn't it? And that's what I've always been told, that Santa only comes to good boys and girls. Now, that's something they didn't take into account in their calculations. Now, we've worked out how long it takes for him to visit every house, but what I want to ask you is how long it would take for Santa to take presents just to the good people. Just to drop in on the places where there are kids who've gone the whole year without doing a single thing that is wrong. And you can count in the parents on that as well. Now then, of course, it's going to cut down his workload pretty significantly. So let me ask you, if Santa Claus was only ever going to drop in on the people who had been genuinely, absolutely good, 
would he ever come to you? I can tell you what the Bible says. Uh, the Bible doesn't actually talk about Santa Claus, but it talks about me and it talks about you. And it says exactly what we are like. Uh, listens to Romans chapter 3, verse 12. It says this. All have turned away. They have together become worthless. There is no one who does good, not even one. Uh, go back to the Old Testament. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 20 says this. There is not a righteous man on earth who does what is right and never sins. Nobody. Did you ever think of that? Nobody who always does right and never sins. And not a single boy, not a single girl, not a single mum, not a single dad or grandparent. Not a single person alive on this earth who's been a genuinely good person who has never, ever, ever done any wrong. Which therefore means, of course, that Santa has all the time in the world to deliver his presence. Because really, there is no one in the world whom he has to deliver presents to. Because nobody has been good. Let me say it again. If Santa Claus only comes to people who are good, the Bible says there aren't any good people. We're all sinners. And so apart from the fact that Santa moves very, very, very fast, it may be there's another reason why you won't see the real Santa this Christmas. And that's because he's still out there looking for a good person. And he's finding that there aren't any. Now then, uh, some people say that Santa Claus is just a myth. But I want to say to you today that good people are a myth as well. They don't exist. Now, I don't mean that we never do good things, because often we do and we should. But the Bible says that all of us have gone off the track. And even at the best of times, we're doing things our way instead of God's way. We're people who want to decide what's right for ourselves. And that isn't the way that God wants it. And that's what the Bible calls sin. Which is why it is a very good thing that Jesus isn't at all like Santa. And this is where the good news starts. Because while Santa only comes for the good people, Jesus comes for the bad people. Jesus comes for the sinners. Now then, I've got another part of the Bible for you. And at this time, it's from Mark's Gospel. And it's very good news for sinners. In Mark chapter 2, Jesus is at a party. But notice who he's with. Mark 2 says this. While Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples. For there were, there were many who followed him. When the teachers of the law, who were Pharisees, saw him eating with the sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said to them, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. There is Jesus who is he hanging out with? 
he's hanging out with the sinners. Uh, there are other people watching, Pharisees. These are the stuck-up religious types, and they're complaining about it. They're saying, how come he's eating with sinners? But Jesus says this amazing thing. It's not the healthy who need a doctor. It is the sick. I haven't come for the, the righteous, those who think they're okay. I've come for the sinners, the people who know they're not okay. For the people who know they need help. What doctors are for sick people, Jesus is for sinners. And that's what he says, and that's why he has come. People say that Santa comes to people who are good, if he can find any, and he leaves presents under their tree. But Jesus came for sinners, and he's given us the biggest gift of all. He gave up his perfect life under the curse of God to pay the penalty for our sin. Uh, Jesus soaked up all of God's holy anger. He paid the price so that you and I can be forgiven our sin, just like that. Last verse of the Bible we'll look at today, Romans 5 verse 8, it says this, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So it is a bit of a funny thing, isn't it, when you think about it? That at the time, we're meant to be celebrating the one who came for sinners. Many people are actually celebrating Santa instead, who only comes for good people and which doesn't do us, therefore, the slightest bit of good. This Christmas, can I ask you to humble yourself enough to recognize that you're part of a world that needs a Savior and that Jesus came for sinners like me and like you. And that Jesus died for sinners like me and like you. And we don't have to be good to be saved. We just have to ask to be forgiven. Which, when you come to understand it, is the greatest gift of all. Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus, the one who came as a Savior to save sinners. Thank you that even though none of us are perfectly good, uh, when we ask Jesus, please forgive me, he says, you are forgiven. Your sin is washed away. Thanks for that great news of Jesus. Amen.